Good morning, everyone, and happy feast weekend for us. Friends, our, our first reading uh, tells us, uh, and this is Old Testament telling us, uh, God will not forgive uh, your sins against him or any of his creation, really. And uh, what awaits you will be death and decay. That's how the, how the reading ends. St. Paul tells us, um, you belong, anyone who's baptized now belongs to Jesus Christ. He is your master. He is your Lord. You live for him, and you must do as he asks. And he asks us many things, doesn't he? But gives us grace. And what we hear today is we are to forgive others. Uh, not just forgive, but from the heart. That means no vengeance, no restitution, nothing. Just let it go. And my friends, the random numbers that are used... Uh, by Peter, seven times. And Jesus says, oh, I tell you, 77? Uh, those are not random at all. They're actually very specific. In Luke 17 through 4, um, it re references being sorry seven times in one day you should forgive. So Peter thought that's enough. But um, in Genesis 4.24, um, there's something that happens. There's a murder that happens. And um, God says, anyone who attempts to revenge, revenge on Cain uh, or any of his offsprings from the murder of his brother uh, would be uh, paid sevenfold later on. And um, Lamech would uh, attempt this, and he would, um, he would kill two people for an offense against him, and he would say, and if anybody tries to take revenge, God will pay them back 77 times, which was a lie. <laughs> he just said it, so people would leave him alone. So you see, the numbers are not random at all. Um, Jesus is using them. Well, my friends, that's very nice, isn't it? <laughs> oh, okay, Father, thank you for pointing those out. But um, well, let's get to the very mind and, and heart of Jesus. He says it must be part of his followers' nature to forgive, no matter how difficult it may be. In the end, that's what all those numbers, the referencing of the numbers mean. They become uh, things that are very great or hard to do. Forgiveness is an essential condition of Christianity. And Jesus tells Peter, you must forgive your brother 77 times, meaning as often as it takes. And... Uh, Many people will say, well, that's easier said than done. Yes, that's true. And that's great in theory, yeah. Uh, but what about some common sense around that? Sure. Jesus says, forgive. There's your common sense. Because if you do not, he will not forgive you. And that's common sense enough for me. <laughs> you don't need to tell me twice. If we forgive over and over... People will say, you invite them to do whatever they want to you. And uh, so my friends, um, you've heard me speak about this, and there's the one thing that I can speak about is someone who holds grudges and doesn't like to forgive a family member. You know the story. I don't want to go too deep into that. But I had to learn quickly that um, that type of idea and thought around forgiveness is wrong. Uh, forgiveness is not shaking off the offense as if, uh, it doesn't matter, or to say that it is okay and keep doing it, whatever it is that's being done. It is not condoning or excusing the offense either. Um, it's not even reconciliation in the most classic sense. Uh, it takes two people to be reconciled. 
And uh, forgiveness is something that we do on our own. It takes only one person and uh, or is not doing. Forgiveness um, is not based on them, but on yourself. And this is God's love for us. And we could never do anything to repay back the debt to him. And Jesus didn't say, well, are you sorry? No, he just did it. And he tells his father, forgive. Forgive them. Forgiveness, uh, Jesus knew, opens the heart up to wonderful freedom and, in fact, makes healing possible. I learned this after many, many years of holding the poison of hatred in my heart and refusing, refusing to forgive someone who had harmed my mother. My friends, we do not have to wait for the other to realize the hurt caused or uh, wait for them to repent or to ask for forgiveness. To do this is to hand them way too much power over you. None of those things may ever happen. Jesus did not wait for anyone uh, or any person in front of him who was on the cross and to ask his father to forgive. There was nobody there asking for forgiveness. His mother was crying. The other women were crying. His best friends ran off. And they were killing him. This is what they did to him. And what is his response to it? Father, forgive. You see, Jesus holds his power. It's my power to forgive. I do not hand it over to anyone waiting for them to say they're sorry. This is what I want to impress upon you. You have that power to forgive. Do not hand it over and make it conditional because to do so is to give power to the other person. That's one way to look at it. The other way is you are not going to get into heaven. And I'm not going to let someone else permit. I, I cause enough problems for myself. <laughs> I'm not going to let that keep. Can you imagine getting up there? You forgot to forgive A, B, and C. Now you go right into purgatory. Then I can go seething over there in purgatory. <laughs> and then add more years there. Oh, and now you're going to have a tenter tantrum, are you? Now you're getting another thousand years. What? Ooh. <laughs> mm -mm. Nope. The minute someone does that, I forgive you. But I, I forgive you, just go. Go and have a happy life now. Get out of here. Stay far away from me, as a matter of fact. <laughs> that is loving from the heart. I wish no harm on them. May God bless that person. <laughs> Jesus knows that. He's working with me. <laughs> My friends, the inability to forgive limits amongst others, but ours. If one loses the ability to forgive, one risks the ability to truly not receive love. Now, when the injury that is done is severe and long-lasting, the healing that must come may take a long time, as was the case with me. It may be more of a gradual process over several months or even years rather than just a single day, as Peter was thinking when he said seven times. However, if we are honest with ourselves, most of the time, not always, most of the injuries when we really brood and seek grudges and all that come because our pride has been injured more than anything else. Those are the ones that, to be honest, those are the ones that causes wars 
and violence. Most of the injuries hurt our pride uh, more than anything else. Those are the ones that we find the most difficult. But in time, this grudge holding imprisons the person, preventing them from walking in holiness. To withhold forgiveness is to be held a prisoner. And Jesus came and broke all the bonds. And I would tell you, do not so easily put yourself back into handcuffs with lack of forgiveness. To become a prisoner of resentment and hurt. Forgiveness is choosing to not be that way. Forgiveness is choosing to love. My friends, forgiveness takes the hurt that has been done and acknowledges the problem, accepts the person, and then moves forward from there. Forgiveness frees the forgiver. Yes, and ultimately the person who accepts the forgiveness also will hopefully learn and change and grow. It has the ability to heal both people. Without forgiveness, we are condemned to live with resentment and bitterness and guilt. Matthew 6, 14. Without forgiveness, those feelings will deepen and they will cause poison in your heart. And instead of human fellowship, there will be individual prisons for each of us. You will imprison yourself with the hatred and the resentment. And the other person, I know people laugh, and the other person just goes off, they go down to El Pablito and have a margarita. They have no idea that you're angry at them or that you're holding a grudge against them. And furthermore, they may not even care. So are you going to go home and just have your blood pressure raise? You see how the, ooh, ooh, <laughs> No. Father, that's your child. I forgive them. <laughs> And now I'm going to walk in holiness. Thank you. Yeah, sometimes it's hard, isn't it? Especially when they do it over and over again. That's why I said, I forgive you, but go far away on an adventure. <laughs> Somewhere beautiful for you. <laughs> if I don't keep my sense of humor, it will go crazy. <laughs> Friends, Jesus requires his disciples um, to forgive and um, Jesus requires his disciples imitate the Father in his love and in his justice, but in his mercy. It must be a part of a Christian's new nature, if you will, to forgive, however difficult it will be. Forgiveness is a mysteriously deeper part of discipleship. Mercy and forgiveness are the deepest traits that Jesus came to teach Jesus tells us that God will forgive us in proportion to how we forgive. We are the only ones, then, in this sense, that limit God's forgiveness. That's why I'm not forgive everybody, so that at the very least, you can go to Jesus. I forgave everybody, so you should forgive everything that I did. Oh, and I did some things, didn't I, Jesus? Oh, yeah. Oh, there's the list. Yep, 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 yep. And I'm sorry for all of those. And being sorry, I forgave the others. God forgive me. <laughs> Jesus isn't going to get me later <laughs> at the rectory. He knows my sense of humor. We are the only ones then that can limit God's forgiveness upon ourselves. 
And when we do that, when we refuse to forgive those who have wronged us, and when we turn away from our Lord's mercy and compassion, all that is left is what we heard in the first reading, death and decay. Without forgiveness, we are condemned to live with resentment. Without forgiveness, those feelings will deepen within us and cause much more pain and suffering. We become prisoners of that. Forgiveness clears a path for God to forgive us. People who cannot forgive break down the bridge over which they themselves will have to walk upon. Forgiveness is holiness. It is a holy task. And we need God's grace in all things, especially with such things that are so difficult. Jesus, through his passion and death and resurrection, has set you free, no longer prisoners. You so easily allow yourselves to be enslaved again, to be imprisoned by the actions of someone else and then your hatred towards them. I pray not. If nothing else learned from your pastor, let it go. Let it go. Amen?